Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Coach Sportscast. I'm your host, Nate Cross, along with my co-host, David Nimitz. Ben is not here today, but that's okay, because we're going to get right into it. Um, so, starting off with the sports schedule, uh, today, Thursday, January 25th, uh, there's a wrestling meet, I think Exciting. it's at Loyola Blakefield, but okay. they will also be competing against Curly. So it's like oh, a wow. try to try meet there. Okay, um, cool. Varsity swimming um, and junior varsity swimming at Gilman. Um, fresh off basketball at Gilman. Now we're moving on to Friday, January 26th. Um, they say varsity wrestling, but I don't think they're going to have meets back to back. Yeah, doesn't uh, make sense. JV basketball at uh, Glenelg Country School. Um, and then uh, Friday, we also have a track meet. Junior varsity and varsity, um, and then varsity basketball on Friday also has a game at Glenelg Country School, or yeah, Country School. Okay, okay. Uh, and then Saturday we have more wrestling. Um, Sunday we have a basketball game at home versus uh, Maria Garetti. Um, Monday the 29th we have junior varsity hockey at home versus Spalding. High school, if you don't know, the home court is the home rink is mm, Mount Pleasant Ice Rink um, because I don't even – if you don't know, but I think most people do. Um, JV basketball at home versus Curly, varsity basketball at home versus Curly. Um, and then shout-out Graham Millard. We have uh, a squash – I don't know if they call it a meet or a match. I think they probably call it a squash match. I think match. Um at St. Paul's, um, and you know, wow. as tuition increases for the school, your squash team gets better. Right. So, like Gilman, St. Paul's, are just going to be like the be heavy favorites. Cooked. Right. Yeah. I think Gilman actually has like a top five squash team in the country. So, fun fact. I'm sure we got that. Well, yeah, we got Graham. Right. Nick Fitton. I'm sure all, all our dogs. Yeah. Um, Coward Hall's finest, right there. <laughs> yep. Uh, then we have. <laughs> We have a Tuesday, January 30th, we have a hockey game, varsity hockey, at Mount Pleasant Ice Rink versus Spalding. Is that um, playoffs, or what are we, do we know? Uh, I don't think playoffs have started yet, unfortunately. Okay. Ah. Uh, we have a varsity wrestling, we just have wrestling, all together wrestling, at home versus Gilman. Where do they do that, Ox Gym? I think so. I think it's the auction. That's what I thought, but I guess I'm not positive on that. Um, fresh off basketball at Boys Latin. Um, and another varsity squash game. But this time, we're bringing down the competition back to friends. Um, oh, okay. So they'll have cheaper to rackets. To get back, yeah. yeah. Um, Wednesday, January 31st, we have a junior varsity basketball game at home versus McDonough. And then a varsity game afterwards at 6 p.m. Cardinal Crazy game um, theme red out wear your red so if you have a Cardinal Crazy shirt wear it if you have anything Calvert Hall related red wear it um, still pending we don't know what the giveaway is going to be but it is oh, national, wow. it is National Hot Cocoa Day um, so we might have a free voucher for a hot cocoa in the calf at halftime so that's huge that is huge for the program Still to be determined, but we'll see. Um, and then we have more wrestling 
Wow, a lot of wrestling. More wrestling. Did I ever mention the wrestling at McDonough? You mentioned you mentioned the one here, right? At okay. Hall. Yeah. So this will be at McDonough. So JV and Varsity will be at McDonough. A lot of wrestling next Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, a lot of re- wrestling is just like, you know, no never breaks. stops. No breaks. Either that or their coach just scheduled, like whoever put this in the system just is like, bad at scheduling. And just like scheduled them for every day for the rest of the year or something. I don't know. But they do have a lot of meets. Um, is this what's called, right? Wrestling meets? I think because, so. Because it's like it's several there's so many independent like, like competitors. And, and then class, weight classes and stuff. Do you think, does Caverdall ever wrestle Caverdall? Probably, in, you know, like. Um, Prelims? I don't know. Maybe, maybe 20s like their, are for seeding? For seeding? Oh, maybe. Or maybe just against each other. I'm assuming they go head to head in like practice and stuff or whatever. But I don't know how it works and I couldn't I couldn't do that. I sweat too much. People would just be grossed out wrestling me. They just wouldn't okay. want to. <laughs> They'd just be like, No, I like forfeit and then I'd be a state champ. Oh, maybe so, maybe then you should try it out. No. You never oh, okay. catch me wearing a wrestling singlet. Really? Um yeah, that's not me. It's not your style? No, not my style. Fair uh, enough. But I don't think it's many people's style. I don't know many people that can rock the singlet like well. So, yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's a, it's a um, hard like. Yeah, you got to be a certain type of person to rock that singlet, and you really just have to not care. You got to embrace it. Yeah, what anybody thinks about you because that's like. Well, it kind of gets like, it's in like theory, it should be a net neutral because like you're wearing like a goofy singlet, but then you're also like a really good wrestler. So, so you're like, playing like a it dangerous e- sport, so nobody's yeah. gonna make fun of you. It should even out. I it think. should. But it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Unfortunately. And it's just because you're basically wearing like a women's bathing suit, like a one-piece women's bathing yeah, suit. Yeah. It's, it's just like, come It's on. not great. Can we get a little modern here? Just wear a tight shirt and tight pants and boom. Right. Tight shorts, tight shirt, and you can't grab onto their clothes, obviously. Like, I, I don't know. Whatever. I just, okay. I've always had a problem. My dad's always, always like, in my youth, was always asking me if I wanted to wrestle, and I always would say I don't want to wear a singlet so no if I could wrestle in shorts and a t-shirt I would but you know yeah okay good to know you, your dad never asked you to wrestle um my dad said I'd be good at wrestling and I've been asked by family members like why well, I should wrestle because your squad is just so much more than your max that you're just, or more, so much more than your bench that you're just like okay <laughs> like that leg strength it matters I'm being dead serious no no I think not nah, it was never really pushed but it was probably brought up a few times, yeah. I just think I said no. I don't know if it was the singlet aspect or what. That was that was all I cared about, no singlet. Um, okay, now we can get on into the sports news after that uh, that little tangent. That, yeah. Um, Ohio State hires Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator. Yes. Um, so he was with Bama. Um, and I just think this is a move that, obviously, Bill O'Brien, like, if you if you take him away from his head coaching job in Houston, he's a very well-respected offensive coordinator. Yeah, he really did a fantastic job of ruining whatever credibility he had right. by being the Texans' coach. And he was also he was, was he head coach slash GM? Because yeah. didn't he? He made the yeah D-hop because he trade. traded D-hop. Yeah, that was abysmal. Right or what? David Johnson is in a second. Yeah, pretty bad. Well, at the time, 
like now it would be considered terrible, but like D Hop at that time, yeah, was something just, else. I think what top three receiver at the yeah. time, yeah, definitely. And David Johnson was, was a one. bad running back, yeah. Well, yeah, at that point, David Johnson was already like one or two years removed from that incredible season. I think where he fit, he was number one running back, he was number one player overall in fantasy. That, yes, that year, um, just wild season, but never was the same. And I think people knew that at that point, and they yeah, were, for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I think he can be. As an offensive coordinator, he can definitely be good. Um, Ohio State, maybe maybe they can finally win the Big Ten, make a uh, yeah. college football playoff run. Yeah, especially with Michigan, uh, which we'll get to. Yeah, I was didn't want to spoil yeah, that yeah. news. Um, but, um, yeah, obviously the Ohio State had troubles offensively this season, and they lose – their quarter, yeah, they lose their quarterback, and so I just think it's just a, this is a great time for them to get a new offensive coordinator. It's a great time for them to revamp their offense and try to figure out. Listen, the talent we have on offense is undeniable. We probably offensively we have top five most talented roster offensively in football, and it's just bringing it all together. Because last year you could see it's just they didn't perform the way that their roster looked on paper they I mean right the this is a team that should be at the bare minimum in the college football playoffs obviously now it'll be a little bit easier for them with yeah. the whole expansion are you saying now the bare minimum should be making the playoffs no I like meant then? I mean like top that, four should be. I would think that's what the expectation would be oh, for yeah. Ohio State team I mean the expectation for but now obviously you can't Miss, right. miss out now as well. You got to be what a top twelve State. team, yeah. So okay, which is, I think they're a top. I can't remember the last time they weren't a top twelve team. Yeah, I don't think they have to worry about that. Yeah, I mean you still got to play the games, but right, um, right, right. But yeah, so potentially a good move. I think Bill O'Brien's still a great football guy, still a great offensive coach. Yeah, agreed. Uh, we'll see. Astros uh, continue to re up and sign Josh Hader to. I think this is a record breaking contract. For a closer, five years, ninety-five million. I'm not dollars. I don't know if Edwin Diaz's contract was more. Don't quote me on that, but Edwin Diaz was five years, one hundred and two, is what okay. I'm looking at here. Okay. So, so maybe second highest, but still ridiculous amount to pay a closer. a closer. Josh Hader's great, and probably the best closer in baseball right now. Best healthy closer with yeah. Edmund Edwin Diaz, and then. Felix. You know, Felix is also out. Uh, you think f- that, and that makes it way harder for the Orioles because now they're setting him and Diaz are just setting Hader and Diaz are setting the standard of look. This is what a uh, premier closer in the MLB is expected to be making. Yeah, around twenty million dollars a year, which roughly like we were talking earlier about replaceable and longevity with running backs. Yeah, that's this is the running back of the MLB. Right, I mean, yeah, relievers in general, just yeah. I was gonna say relievers more as a whole. Closers is a little bit of like, uh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that because you have people like, um, I don't know, but just like, yeah. Obviously, I think closers because they're pitching less innings and because they're facing less batters, yeah, are they have longer than relief pitchers. But it's like very rarely do you see, at least just MLB in general, you see closers staying somewhere their whole career. Right. Yeah. But that's a you know great pickup for the Astros. He's gonna solidify their back into their bullpen, and the Astros 
they're going to be good yeah. like they've been for a decent Listen, time if you now. can spend money like that, there's no excuse for you not being good. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's good for the Astros. Yeah. I mean, we don't like them, but... Nobody does, really. And now they're just loading up the AL even more. Um, yeah. So unfortunately. We'll see. Unfortunately. But Raiders named Antonio Pierce as their head coach, which was expected. Yeah, it um, seemed like that was expected. It was expected sure. that he was, like we were talking about last week, right? Um, that we said we had no clue who's running the show if they don't hire him. Um, so this was expected, and I got to imagine, as a Raiders fan, you got to be thrilled at the way he ran your defense in the back half of the year, and you have to be thrilled if you're playing for the Raiders because he seems to be a very likable guy, and the players seem to respect him. Yeah, this so. just seemed like a layup signing for the Raiders. Yeah. And what works that w- happens, he's a one-and-done coach. like you know. Yeah, but this is a guy that for sure deserves a chance after what you know what he showed Right. Um, the back half of and the it, season. And it would make no sense also giving Josh McDaniels, like they gave Josh McDaniels two years to figure it out, right. and then Antonio Pierce, who in his time as the interim head coach – was already leagues ahead of Josh McDaniels. Yeah, more successful than and, he's ever been. And you're just not going to – you're just going to let him go? Like, clearly, yeah. going outside the organization and hiring big names or just – it's not your strong suit. And you found a guy within your organization who can do it well. Yeah. Especially as a Raiders, just inconsistent head coaches. I mean, you, you had a Jack Del Rio, which was probably your, like, longest tenured head coach – in at least in the 2000s, John John Gruden, who Terrible. you know that maybe maybe if he stayed, it wouldn't have been ridiculously terrible. Maybe he leads them to success, but other outside factors contributed to him getting fired. And then Josh McDaniels, who was just a terrible head coach. Like, man, this is some terrible. How, wow, this yeah. is awful. Like nobody Break coached it down. here. Break it down. From since two thousand, we'll do that. You had John Gruden from ninety eight to two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Bill Callahan two thousand two to two thousand three. Norv Turner two thousand four to two thousand five. Art Shell two thousand six. Lane Kiffin two thousand seven to two thousand eight. Oh, I didn't know that. Tom Cable two thousand eight to two thousand ten. Two years. Well, That's no, huge. is that three? Two thousand eight. Oh, three. Two thousand nine. Sure. Two thousand ten. More than two years. Hugh Jackson, 2011. Oh, boy. Dennis Allen, 2012 to 2014. Hey, Dennis Allen, little. Tony, Tony Sperano, or, uh, 2014 as well. So Dennis Allen must have got fired within interim. 2014. The, here's Jack Del Rio, 2015 to 2017. Then Gruden. I don't know why it's really? broken up like this. Gruden Del from Rio was fired in 17? I guess so. I thought he coached. I thought Gruden came in in like 2019. I guess not. But yeah, it's just. You Jack cannot. Del Rio was 25 and 23 in his tenure. And then there's the Gruden, the interim, which is Rich uh, uh, Basakia or Basashi. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Then Josh McDaniels went mm-hmm. a whopping 9 and 16 in from 2022 to 2023. But Antonio Pierce is 5 and 4 in the nine games that he right. was the head coach. And let's, let's not get it twisted here, okay? Josh McDaniels was working with a fairly decent roster offensively the weapons you have offensively, there's no way putting Garoppolo in that system, like, you should be successful with Garoppolo. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting 
group of their cast of talents. I think it's good. I don't think it's like anything special. I mean, Devonte Adams it, is one mm, most one of the most talented receivers right. in football. Jacoby Myers is Jacoby great. Myers is, is but like uh, Josh Hunter Jacobs Renfro, is whatever. Josh, Josh yeah. Jacobs, like at his, but we know what Josh Jacobs can be. Right, fair enough. We know what he could be, and and you you spend capital, you spend high draft capital on Michael Mayer. To right. and you still can't figure it out. Yeah, this offense should be better than it was under Josh McDaniels. Agreed. Um, and it's just so it's not like it's not like we're giving Josh McDaniels the short end of the stick here. Um, he had the tools to win, at least be somewhat competitive, and it just wasn't right. And the Raiders were trying to be competitive too. It's not like you know they kind of right. put this together and they happen to be. Yeah, they need and it should be good. And you know, as a Raiders fan. You have to have some sort of sigh of relief with Antonio Pierce because even if it doesn't work out, at least there's some stability right now. Like, they just haven't had that in t- over 20 years. Yeah. How can you establish a culture if you're constantly recycling? Because recycling a head coach doesn't – it's not one position that's being recycled. Recycling head coaches and getting new ones every other year, that doesn't just change your head coach. That changes all the way from your head coach down to the assistant to the assistant. Like, he brings in whoever's in as the head coach brings in their staff, and now you can't establish a culture. And I just – you got to feel – for it's like trying to find your quarterback. Trying to find your quarterback and trying to find your head coach, are, it's like the same problem but in a different in a different mask, right? It's right. Like, That's why, you know, successful teams have a good head coach and a good quarterback. It just kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with being a good football team. Right. Um, and – I just think as a Raiders fan, you're like, okay, now maybe we can look towards the draft and say, well, if if we think Antonio Pierce is our guy and can establish a culture with the Raiders, now we're this is now, this is prime. This is prime time. We have a first year head coach and we have one of the most stacked draft classes for quarterbacks that we've seen in a long time. Like this is if you're a Raiders fan, you gotta be static. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You gotta be ecstatic. Right. For, your, for yep. your team right now. Yep. Um, West Virginia upsets Press Virginia, I should say, <laughs> upset number three Kansas. What What do you got on that game, Dave? Kansas is a is a weird team for me. Um, I guess I'll talk about West Virginia first. West Virginia is a team that's been in turmoil for probably the past few months. You can start off going back with the um, – maybe it was because Maryland beat them in the tournament. Maybe that's what the whole – but <laughs> their their coach got fired for saying some some stuff that I will not uh, – that cannot be repeated. You're saying things that were inappropriate and wrong. Yeah. And in, oh, immoral. Right. So you got guys transferring out of West Virginia. Um, they're still in shambles. Like West Virginia came out – after this game and proceed to lose to UCF by 13. Kansas, I think, has one of the best, in theory, has one of the best rosters in the, uh, you know, in all of college basketball. I mean, Hunter Dickinson's a bona fide star, probably one of the best bigs. Um, He's an old head, though. He is older now, but he's going to give you a double-double, probably almost 20 and 10. And then also another older... um, older player and Kevin McCuller who's another national player of the year candidate is giving you 26 and 5 
And so, like, these are two of the best players in college basketball, and they have good players around there. Dewan Harris is a great point guard. KJ Adams is a great, like, 3-4 hybrid guy. And Kansas, like, they'll just lose games where, like, this doesn't make sense. I think Kansas is still a top-10 team in the country. Um, but then they come back after the West Virginia game. They beat Cincinnati by five. That's not impressive. They've got Iowa State on Saturday. That's a ranked team at Iowa State. If they can come back, look strong there, maybe they can get back on track. They also they've got Houston um, this Saturday, Saturday, uh, February third. That's going to be two top ten teams battling it out. So Kansas is still they're going to stay ranked all year unless something really bad happens. But they're not the same consensus one to two team we thought at the beginning of the year no can't be a one seed i mean they're ranked i think they're ranked seventh right now so they uh, they might not even be a two seed they might be a three seed right now um i i don't know yeah yeah um all right so next we have so we're going to get into some playoff football. We're going to talk a little bit about these games. So we're going to start with the first game, which was the Ravens defeating the Texans 34-10 um, and advance to AFC Championship in Baltimore, which hasn't happened in 50 years. It was what, 71, 1971? Is that what they said? Oops. But it's also like... You know the Raven. If we're talking about the Ravens, Baltimore Ravens as a franchise, still a long, you know, decently long time. But right, because you've been here for thirty years. And yeah, a little bit less than thirty years. Right. Game, Fair is, enough. Which is, you know, it's kind of weird to think. About, right? It's weird to think about a Ravens team that has been so, like the Ravens, you know, and they're one of the. They've got one of the best winning percentages for a franchise. So it is surprising. I actually wouldn't have guessed that. But you know, I guess there's Tom, the Tom Brady effect, and yeah. So this is exciting for Ravens, uh, Ravens fans. Um, so this game, I think you were obviously stressed and going into halftime. Oh, a hundred percent. I was very nervous. Oh yeah. Ten ten, and it looked like you know this is playoff Ravens playing down to an inferior team, and maybe not inferior, but. Worse, worse. Hundred percent. Uh, but still a playoff caliber team. But um, it just didn't seem, it just didn't seem like it was the Ravens that we saw going into the playoffs, and it just seemed like, you know, we're gonna have, you know, Lamar was taking sacks, he was holding the ball too long. It just looked like, it just looked like that was the type of playoff Lamar we were gonna get going into halftime, and then the Ravens come out. Which is not something you usually do come out of halftime. Usually we start off pretty strong, and yeah. Then as you go, right um, into the third, I think that you guys were one of, one of the worst teams in the third quarter this year. Makes sense. Um, and you guys came out and shut them out in the second half. Yeah, I clearly um, the defense, even in the first half, the defense was playing phenomenal. Outside of the you know poor special teams play on a punt return yeah. touchdown. The defense was playing lights out and, you know, continued to play lights out. But thankfully, um, Lamar stepped it up and the whole the offense as a whole had a great um, 
great second half. Scoring 24 points unanswered is great. Continually moving the ball and driving down the field, playing exactly how they want to play. Yeah, the Ravens kind of got back on track, and uh, it's tough. I would say they've looked like the they look like the best team in the playoffs, but you know, mm. it's hard to say that playing one game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I it was yeah, it's not agreed. Agreed. I think it's just because I think you're uncertain about saying that because you know what can happen. Yeah, agreed. And just saying that and like just biting that bullet of like. You know, if you say that and they lose the championship by a wide margin, I guess right. not, which I don't think it will be. Very unlikely. I'd be shocked. Um, and I would say you can't start that way against the Chiefs, but the Chiefs have also looked like they've been starting slow and picking it up. So, um, so yeah, congratulations right. to the Ravens. Um, yep. AFC Championship, Sunday, 3 o'clock, against the Chiefs. Let's go. You know. Should be a good one. T Pain. T Pain performing at half. Oh yeah. yeah. You, but will he be? Will he be? Will he be auto tuned T Pain, or will he be newly improved vocals T Pain? Well, if he's going like, if he's going in his bag right. and going like, how how far are we going? Are we going back to good life? Then it's got to be auto tune, right? But can he perform good life without sounding? He only does the hook, so right. you can't really. Yeah, right. Agreed. Um, oh, does that mean Kanye is going to get... He's going to have... He's going to wear um one of those, like, the full, like, Ravens, like, bird, like, mask. Yeah, yeah he's Poe. He's Poe. He's going to take off the... He's Poe. What do you even call it? The head, I guess. I think it's just the head. Um, yeah. Uh, That's exciting, though. It is exciting. Fun time to be a Ravens fan. fan. Yep. You, you know, at least it keeps me more involved. With, like, AFC Championship, it was, like, Texans. What, Chiefs-Texans? Texans-Bills, I'd be like, you know, I'd be invested, but, like, this keeps me nervous. You know, seeing the, potentially seeing the nine months of torment that the Ravens went to the Super Bowl. Well, what, it's a bad outcome it's a worse outcome if the Ravens win, but I'm assuming you don't really want to see the Chiefs win. Here's the thing. I don't mind the Chiefs. Me neither, but I like... I uh, the fact that they run their organization like organization in a way that... I mean, it's just... I, my issue with the Patriots is that the Steelers could never beat the Patriots. Right? And it was just like... And yeah. They had, they, had, they, had a, they had an unlikable head coach... An unlikable owner. The fans are unlikable. It's just like nothing about Boston is likable. So like that's why I feel like the Patriots were more hated. Yeah, right. They're taking that role, which I don't fully understand. Obviously the Taylor Swift effect, but like she's on the screen for two seconds, and then I'm back to watching football. I don't really care. The fact that people get worked up is what's making them do it more because it's just driving engagement. You don't like seeing her. Like in the box? I don't... I'm indifferent. You know, I would rather not, but I'm not going to like... Are you more of a I'm Jackson gonna, Mahomes guy, or are you more Taylor Swift, you'd say? Uh, Brittany Mahomes. Right, so, that's my choice as well. So, um, um... If I'd see anybody in the box, like, you know, celebrating, it would be <laughs> over uh, Taylor. Over Taylor, for it sure. It makes sense, 
I would take. I would say Jackson and Brittany is a more iconic duo than Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Because he's in the box. He's going to be in the box, I'm assuming. I mean, that's also getting gassed for, like, little to no reason. That was such an attention-seeking thing to do to, like, take your shirt off. I get it. I don't know what happened. Out of the blue, everybody thinks Jason Kelsey is, like, the greatest guy of all time. I guess, yeah. So, wait. Where? Why don't we get it? I was going <laughs> to... Why doesn't everybody at Coward Hall think we're the greatest things of all time? It's Just sliced bread. I know. Um, but, yeah, I don't Anyway, 49ers uh, beat the Packers 24-21. Some people are saying it was bailed. Oh, for sure bailed. I mean, this is a fun game. Um, I actually watched this whole game, and it was it was a fun time, enjoyable the you know whole way through. But, I mean, come on. Brock Purdy didn't look good. Debo Samuel, it's again, this man Brock Purdy can't play, with, play well without Debo Samuel. So you're saying Debo should be the MVP finalist instead of Brock Purdy? Clearly, that's what we've learned is that Debo – it was, it's actually not McCaffrey. McCaffrey's a fraud too. It's it's Debo is the real, the real champion. So I can't take away Lamar's legs to prove that he's not that good. But oh you God! Can take away Debo to say Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, but Packers. I'm not gonna say the Packers played fantastic, but they did enough. Like the 49ers have looked like one of the best teams in football all year. Of course they played fantastic. Huh? Like, of course they played fantastic. They came in. I think they were the first seventh seed to win a wild card. They came in against the number one seed, in in punched up and held their own. Of course, they, you you got to be real happy as a Packers. I would be too. I actually watched the game with Packers fans, and they seemed pretty happy. Is Matt Lafleur a good coach? <laughs> they were dissing on Matt Lafleur, not in the, but on the the announcers. I forget who it was now. They were calling Kyle Shanahan the Jedi and Matt Lafleur the Padawan. It was getting disrespectful. Kind of hating, but like it at was same, at the same time that means he has the he already <laughs> you know has the force and meaning that he's just a smaller Kyle Shanahan. It was kind of funny. Are they the same age though? They I think I don't know if they're the same age, but they've been they had a couple stops together, and then Kyle Shanahan and the Niners just keep beating the Packers and Lafleur in the playoffs. Listen, if I'm the Packers, I'm happy. I'm very happy. You're a seven seed that beat the two seed, and then probably at the bare minimum they held their own. You can even argue that they should have won this game against the one seed, both on the road. Yeah, I, that's the big problem. Is this man missed a field goal to put him up by a touchdown? Even if the Niners come back and score a touchdown, they it's tied, and the Packers still have one minute left, where they all they need is a field goal, and it's a different scenario than when they were down. Like, Jordan Glove isn't going to throw that ball that's going to get picked to end the game. Which was not a good throw at all. But yeah, but I understand it. But as Packers, you got to be happy that at least you have somewhat of – like, I, I can't speak for Packers fans as saying, what Matt La- is Matt LaFleur a good coach? All I, can I can't tell. Yeah. His team to win a playoff game as a seventh seed and he has a quarterback for the future. Um, supposedly, you have your quarterback. As it stands now, there's no reason to move on from Jordan Love, and I think we've got a perennial pro bowler, pro bowler, and potential, potential uh, all pro. You know. So. Yeah, I agreed. I think he's um, he's definitely proven to be one of the best, 
young quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I mean, it's weird. They had a kind of an up and down regular season, but then they come back and they, you know, absolutely destroyed the Cowboys. And then they compete with some people would say the best team in the NFL. So on the road. Yeah, the Ravens game. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Best team in the NFC, though. Lions beat the Buccaneers 31 to 23, and this was a great game. If you're a fan of football, here. Our boy Baker, unfortunately, threw the game losing pick while trying to orchestrate a master class of a drive to, um, I guess, go down and tie the game. I was so sad. But, man, can these two, I mean, this is the same thing. Buccaneers won a playoff game where obviously the Eagles looked like they looked cooked going into the playoff game, but people still and looked cooked coming out of the game. So I yeah, st- I still think the majority of people had the Eagles winning, especially the Eagles at home. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, they won at home. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, you're right. But yeah. Huh. Detroit. I mean, Jared Ball has been the two. Is going to be in two NFC Championship games with two different franchises before Dak Prescott. These are two good quarterbacks. I mean, these guys get some hate, but Baker and the goofball are are good QBs. Yeah. Um, Demir Gibbs looked like why he got picked in the first round. Um, yeah. Obviously, that big touchdown run. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta. I mean, that's just that's just their dynamic duo at this point. I mean, who would have expected Sam Laporta to come in and be arguably a top five tight end? Yeah, have one of the better rookie tight end seasons ever. ever. Really ever. Yeah, I mean, this is a Bucks team that looks good, uh, even if they didn't win. They're kind of in a weird spot with Baker and then kind of Mike Evans is aging. That whole defense is aging. You got Levante David, who's in his 30s. You got... Is there defense? I mean, Shaquille Barrett is old. But the thing is, what I like about the Buccaneers is that they have people in the game. Right. Kalaja uh, Kansi had a great game defensively for the Buccaneers. I think he had one, maybe two. I think he had a sack, yeah. Sacks. I know he made a few plays. You got uh, Yaya Diaby, who unfortunately got hurt, but he, at least he's shown signs of being... Number zero. Um, a great player. And then... Uh, Joe Tryon, apparently, according to the announcers, because he's not a guy who's going to just load the stat sheet. Your stats apparently have played very, very well this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got people in the wings waiting, and obviously you have a young-ish secondary. Jamel Dean's 27, 28. Yeah, um, Carlton Davis, probably around the same. Yeah. Antoine Winfield's one of the best safeties, safeties in the NFL. Yeah, the only problem is kind of the linebackers. I mean, Devin White. Because I think... And he might be a free agent. Yeah, but they found what KJ Britt right uh, took over for Devin White, and he played phenomenal. So we'll see how that unfolds. And then obviously, interior wise, you got Vita Vale. Right, and then you already mentioned Cansey. He's kind of a weird uh, interior player. He's a weird player, anyways. But yeah. Uh, but offensively, I'm more worried. A hundred percent. There's whatever. 
Baker thing is interesting because I'm assuming Baker's going to want the bag. I don't know how the. Huh? Right now? I don't, but he's going to want more than that, like a lot more. Than $10 million? A year? Yes. How much is he asking for? I was thinking like 30. 30? I was thinking 30. You think 30? You think someone's going to pay this man $30 million a year? No. But I think that's what he's going to ask for. I think he's going to pay. Okay, well, that's mean. You think a, a quarterback that won a playoff game and almost went to the NFC Championship game is worth $10 million? A year? Yes. I, I think he's worth 20 Like, I could get away with 15 If I, if I sign him to a two-year $30 million deal, okay. as, a, as a Steelers starter, I'd be happy. If I sign him for two years $60 million, I'm going to be a little mad. That'll be yeah, better than what you guys I have. The can afford that, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I want Baker. I need Baker in my life. I don't want you to have Baker, so. I cannot wait. I'm just picturing it now in September when Baker has his own progressive ads in Acrisure and he leads George Pickens to a 1,700 yard season and opens up Najee Harris to run for 1,500, averaging 5.5 a carry. You're right. not ready for it. He's not ready for this Baker transformation. Because he won't be on the Steelers anywhere else. Anywhere else? You, you know what? You cut Lamar. I'll take cut Baker. Lamar. I'll take Baker. Yeah. Bucks in an interesting spot. The Lions look they look good. Um, no. Nope. Not a lot of people are taking the Lions to go into San Fran and win. Um, no. I don't think they will. Right? Like, yeah, well, history shows that they're just not going to play in a Super Bowl. I don't, they've never played in a Super Bowl. And I think it changes this year, but we'll get to that later. Oh, okay. Um, right. Last game. The Chiefs beat the Bills 27-24 on a Tyler Bass missed field goal. This game was also incredible. It had twists and turns back and forth with six lead changes. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes proved why Mahomes is Mahomes. Josh Allen, incredible game on the ground. Good game throwing. Um, what can you say? That's peak football right there. I just so happened. It usually is. So happened to end. And in the same way it always does, with the Chiefs beating the Bills. Yeah, but some, like, getting bailed in some sense. Usually. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, at least they weren't bailed by the refs this time. Yeah, true. Missing a kick is just is how it goes. Tom I mean, Bass. we're also forgetting, we're not also not, like, acting like the McCall-Hardman fumble on the one wasn't, like, the most bailed thing of all time. Yeah, that rule needs to be changed, but at least they were accurate in I'm not complaining about the call. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, this was a great game. Uh, Chiefs, they looked good. I think my mic has been off for like five minutes or ten minutes. But we're going <laughs> to rock with it because you guys definitely heard me in the background. So oh I'm sorry. God. If anybody's hearing this, there was just like a ten-minute segment of me not talking. Or maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm just tripping, but um, whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Chiefs. They look good. The Bills, man, it's tough. Tyler Bass missing that field goal. Got to feel for him. Got to feel for Josh Allen. Um, I don't feel for Stephon Diggs. He's bad at football now for whatever reason. One for seven. Yeah, I don't. Well, it's also because 
the Chiefs cornerback duo is just It absurd. might be the best in football. Well, is McDuffie a slot guy or does he play outside? He's small. He's uh, probably more of a slot guy. Probably should have been paying attention more to their alignment. But I know LeJarius Sneed had himself a game against the Bills, and he really impressed me. To think Do that. you see um, Romo jinxed him? Are you no. talking about Sneed not giving uh, up not a giving touchdown, touchdown and then he like gave up a touchdown that drive? Doesn't take away from his incredible season and still a good game. Yeah. Uh, Bills, I don't know where you go from here. Besides, try to beat the Chiefs right. next like, year. It, like I, like, I don't know. It's so hard because, yeah, you didn't have a great regular season. Like, but you still had, you still accomplished what you need to accomplish, was getting a home game against the Chiefs. They got a home game against the Chiefs, and they still couldn't execute. Um, so, I just, it sucks. It's painful because it's like, you know that there's not like a silver lining. You know, that is just like waiting to get back to play the Chiefs again. Got to pray somebody else beats the Chiefs. Right. Honestly. And you're playing some team in the NFC Championship, but it seems like they can't. I think they were, they did play once in the NFC Championship, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But they the usually Chiefs, right? meet in the divisional round. Yes. I think the year they would have met in the championship would have been, I don't know when this, would have been 2021 because the Bills beat the Ravens in the divisional because it was the year the Ravens beat the Titans and they got smoked in the divisional round and they got yeah killed or we had three points I don't know if the Bills had a lot of points but we had three whole points I thought it was like I thought it was like 24 to 3 I think that's I was going to say yeah 24 to 3 that probably sounds right but then that means the Bills would have been the championships that's probably the year they played the Chiefs was that the Gabe Davis four touchdowns game or must have been I think it was Oh, I think I think the Gabe Davis four touchdowns was divisional. Okay, I think that's I don't know because I, I think that's a game they lost in overtime that thirteen second drive. Exactly. So you can see either way. There's so there's many so many Bills Chiefs games in the playoffs that yeah. end the same way, which is the Bills losing. Right. Um, I, I don't, has it ever ended up on the other side? At least in the postseason, it hasn't. No, I, I think you got if you're the Bills, you roll the same squad out there next year, maybe. This time you have, you know, your linebacking core isn't absolutely killed, so maybe that helps. Uh, maybe don't run a fake punt on your own 30. Yeah. Just, just thought. I mean, that kind of didn't end the game necessarily, but, like, it just kind of turned the tide. Yeah. It, it just wasn't needed. It's too far to run a run on fourth and three. Like, if it's fourth and three, I think – you know, since they're stacking the line, you got to throw the but ball. But they only had ten. The Chiefs only had ten people, which I think is why oh, they well, did yeah. it. But that is true. I forgot. Still, about that. and I mean, not to harp on it too much because it's you know it's what everybody's talking about it. But I mean, this was the year to beat the Chiefs, right? For the Bills, if they looked, if they looked like they looked the worst that they have in a three or four years this year. Yes, um, record wise, um, playoff. Performance-wise, uh, obviously, Mahomes-wise, because which is Mahomes is still playing fantastic, but it's the weapons that are around him to have. I, the stat was I think he has three or four hundred yards accounted for on drops. I saw that, year. which was the most in the league. Right? Yeah, and the second closest was like I don't know who it was, but it was like two hundred. Yeah. That's- 
two or one hundred, I think, or something. That's like that. ridiculous. Um, so Mahomes is just like, even on that, even on that. Uh, what is it, uh, McCall Hardman? Yeah, getting like, sold by touchdown. their that should be a touchdown or you're stopped at or the one, one yard line, and whatever, gonna and then you push, score. Push. Yeah, um, um, if you're the Lions, you gear up here because you signed Zacherts to the practice squad. So you get a dynamic Sam Laporta, Zach Ertz duo in the Super Bowl when they inevitably go. Zach Ertz is going to just leech a ring, another ring. Yeah, I mean, I at, least he was, at least he was very monumental for them winning the Super Bowl in Philly. Yeah, he's not going to be a monument, monumental country contributor to this Until Lions Sam squad. Sam Laporta gets hurt, he gets pulled up from the practice squad. He still he, wouldn't be the starter. Yeah. Wouldn't it be what's a Brock Wright or what? Yeah, Farrell Brown. Farrell Brown is a Patriot. Classic. Um, anyway, I completely skipped over this. I don't know why, but Shane Waldron was signed as the Bears' offensive coordinator. Uh, oh. I think he was he was Seahawks' offensive coordinator. So I'm assuming they just gave him the reason he was a hot name was re- reigniting Geno's career. Obviously, the Seahawks' offense at times looked like obviously they went toe to toe with the Cowboys in the regular season, one of the best games of the year. Um, so I think he got a lot of credit for helping Geno Smith grow and develop into a somewhat decent quarterback. So maybe they're hoping, you know, with that track record that they could go ahead and stick with Fields, but I don't think many people anticipate Fields will be the quarterback next year, which doesn't yeah. make much sense to me if you're going to hire somebody like Shade Waldron. Um, Jaguars hired Ryan Nielsen as their defensive coordinator. Um he was Let's the, go. He's a Falcons defensive coordinator, um, <laughs> which I think for a lot of the season, the Falcons defense looked very good um, until it didn't. And so this is an interesting signing here um, because it wasn't somebody who just dominated and excelled um, yeah. throughout the whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't – what are the – I don't know what the Jags – like I don't know what their plan is. This should have been their year to make the playoffs, make a run. Now it's weird. I mean, they've they're not even. Houston's already surpassed them, and uh, they get, took one year and two changes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I well again, this just speaks to what you've said about head coach quarterback. I mean, you get D'Amico Ryan. You have your quarterback. You if you're to Jacksonville. Yeah. If you if Jacksonville, you have your quarterback, but do you have your head coach? They did. Urban Meyer. That is true. They let go over. I don't know early. why they let him go. How far did he make it in the season? Like five weeks or something before he was fired. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. What a what an experience. That was that that might be. <laughs> what a time that's that the, was. That's the reason yeah. he doesn't have a job right now. And he shouldn't Probably. have time. Yeah, he should, but that's the reason he doesn't. Right. NFL's a different different game. Yeah. I, Urban was no one. Yeah. No one talked to you about college football being anywhere near as hard as the NFL because time and time again you see college coaches who are very successful in college and can't hack it in the NFL. And you think uh, that's going to be Jim? But, but we've seen Jim take the team to take a team to a Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. He got carried. He also played for the Chargers, so that's fine. Right. That's fine. It's full circle for Jim. We'll get to that. Uh, Titans hire Brian Callahan 
uh, as their new head coach, which I think a lot of people are saying why Vrabel was on the market. Um, yeah. You know, facts. Like, it just, it, it just Vrabel was on the market. We, I don't know how he got there, but like he, we that. could be eating our words, probably, and, and be like, you know, Brian Callahan was the prime primary reason why the Bengals offense looked dominant. But then you also have like, hey, this is Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, and Jamar Chase. Like this, yeah. is, these are just studs. So it's hard not to have a good offense. Um, but which it's interesting because I know people were attributing the Bengals' offensive struggles this year, um, especially the first half of the year. To Joe Burrow's injury, yes, but like, like, how does that still get you a job, like a a, a promotion, a very big promotion? Well, who maybe just because you he gonna, was successful with Browning for that? I was gonna say, would you argue that Jake Browning looked right. good enough to where you? Mm, I don't maybe, know. I wouldn't because I think he was a, a candidate for a head coaching position, and maybe that tipped him. I guess. Like, I mean, I, it just seems like a strange tire. Like it just out of the blue, but we might be eating our words. And he could, <laughs> he could turn Will Levis into a superstar. And and I hope know. he die. I hope he does. Honestly, yeah. I'd be, I don't. I'd I don't be, mind. I'd be content. The issue with is, that. it's just another AFC quarterback that we have oh, to deal right. with. Right. I do like Will Levis All right. though. Petition to have the AFC or have the Titans in the NFC so we can cheer for Will Levis, um, the Mayo man. Uh, Joel and B dropped seventy. Oh, right. <laughs> shooting 21 free throws or making 21 shooting 24 um which i like Wild. i think a lot of people are discounting that performance but which is some all-time hating type which stuff it is it is um <laughs> that's so crazy. also on the same night cat scored 62 kd scored 43 i mean yeah. i even harrison barnes dropped 35 right um so do you see kevin durant's reaction to uh, Joel Embiid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta be mad if you're Carl Anthony Towns because you're gonna think you're gonna oh, get all I'd the be praise. Pissed, man. You're, you're, you're gonna all the praise scoring sixty two, and then everybody you check just your phone about and this man Joel Embiid. Embiid's got seventy. Yeah, but what a great time for to be an NBA fan if you're a fan of the centers. It's just it's just a center run league right now. I mean, yeah. Vic, sure. Victor, rookie right. year dropping twenty. He looks like the future, Chet. Chet, right, 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 right. Joel, I mean, obviously the usual guys. Jokic could Jokic. Jokic could end up being the greatest basketball player to touch a court. So you know, okay. well, um, yeah, for sure. MB uh, dropping seventy was pretty wild. If you're mad because he shot twenty three free throws, that's that's ridiculous. You must be like, if you're that person, you must just have something against Joel Embiid. You're probably like the biggest like Jokic truther of all time. I actually prefer Jokic over Embiid, but hating because a man took 23-24 free throws. Stop fouling him. It's exactly. And he made all of them. Right. Like, it's not like he was shooting 50% from the yeah, free throw line. Yeah, it's not like he went 21 20 40. of 40. Like, come right. on. Relax. He missed three. Yeah, come and on. And at that point, you just, you've made so many, you've shot so many free throws, you just got to be laughing at the line. Like, you, yeah. I, I, it'd just be ridiculous. Um, But yeah, and what a way to, you know, enter Wemby into the league. First time you play Wemby, you drop 70 on his head. That's cold. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Coach Pop had the – I don't think I can say it, but, like, he said something about how they were going to guard Joel Embiid, and then it just didn't work. 
but I don't think anybody knows how to really figure it out. It's almost automatic, and it's almost unstoppable. At least it's mid range. You would think Wemby, uh, if he wasn't a rookie, but I mean Wemby's still a, a pretty good defender. If only Joel like tried when the ball hit the court, and like if he just did anything other than score. That's true. I feel like people would be making it out to be like. Embiid's better than Jokic, but Jokic just does so much. And even people, even the people who say Jokic isn't a good defender, which is just wrong. Like if you look at all the advanced stats for defense, yeah, Jokic, it's really just because he's not a he's not blocker, a, and he's not a defensive player of the year candidate. I guess, and he's kind of chunky. I guess I don't know. Right, the like he kind of throws you off. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it, people just can't accept that Jokic is the best player in basketball. Like it's not, a, it's not a. It, to me, it's not a question. Really. I believe I mean, he's the best player in bat. He just is. So when you compare him to Jalen Smith, who has better shooting percentages? Yeah, Sticks is shooting sixty-two percent. I didn't think about who's that. got bigger lips. Sticks. Who has better glasses? Sticks. Exactly. Better nickname. Sticks. Oh, well, maybe. Um, Sticks was drafted oh, higher. The Joker. The Joker. Yeah. Uh, yeah the Joker is probably better. If, um, who went to a core college? Jokic didn't go to college. Sticks went to Maryland. He was born in a better country. Sticks. Sticks. Uh, Sticks. Who's yeah. taller? Sticks. Maybe. I think Sticks is like seven feet. I, I thought he was like six. No, 10, never mind. I lie, I lie, I lie, I lie, I lie, I lie, I lie. lie. <laughs> but I think right. Jokic is also like six eleven, six ten. They're probably around the same height. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think, I think Sticks is six ten. Okay, well, hold on. I have a computer right in front no, of me. No, I believe I I don't know if Jokic is 6'10. Jalen Smith seven. height. He's 6'9, okay. Boo. Jalen Smith? Yeah, I don't I Sticks? Was, yeah. Um, who am I looking up? Nikola Jokic. Seven feet. Six eleven. Ah. Okay basically, then. Basically. They're probably the same. They're giving Jokic a few inches, I think. Um Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Okay, one sticks is averaging twenty five, five, uh, ten and ten. Then they'll give him. And, and if anybody doesn't know about you know Jalen Smith and the glasses and the lips, you gotta look at the picture that ESPN chose for him. It's so disrespectful, and it's, I know he kind of looks like that. He does, but no, it's he it's, like it's that. worse. It's it's obvious. It's evidently worse on the ESPN picture. It was bad even at Maryland. Like they'd show like the starting fives, and this was back when Sticks he wasn't he didn't have the he's a little thinner, right? Thinner, and he didn't have the tight tight cut. Yeah, like it was more. Um, was this when he was a star at Maryland, or was this when, like? Well, he was good both years. But he was only there two two years. I just mean like, but like it was bad. Like his lips were like, like I don't even his lips. These. Yeah, his lips look are big, I guess. And then he's got the little glasses on. Like, yeah, he gets plastic then he, surgery on his lips. Yeah, it looks bad. But Sticks is Love he's a beast. Let me see if I can pull up his his picture at Maryland is so funny. The Pirates signed Rodas Chapman. I so, did see that. Yeah. So uh, um, that's just another like small city franchise type of move signing a guy at the back end of his career, hoping they'll have one more. Revitalizing year, I guess. Chapman's thirty-five. They gave him ten million dollars. The Dodgers re-up again, pitching-wise, and they signed James Paxton to a one-year, eleven million-dollar deal. Also, another old player. 
but always injured. So, it yeah. is probably won't be significant at all to the Dodgers, but we'll see. The Eagles finally fired their offensive coordinator, uh, Brian Johnson, who was only there for I think a year. Um, but I think firing both coordinators and you know it's just like it's just a way to take the take the blame away from Sirianni. I think All right. I think it's fair to you know give Sirianni a chance with new coordinators and but um, yeah I I mean I don't think this was a surprising move. No, definitely If you're not. an Eagles fan, you knew this was coming. Uh, the Heat traded for Terry Rozier, um, and in exchange, they received a 2027 first, Kyle Lowry, um, who will be bought out or traded again. Um, so I don't. I guess it was just getting Terry's contract off the books for. Uh, Charlotte, as well as kind of freeing up space at, at guard, because I know their their backcourt was really, um, really really stacked. So I think it was a move that I think Terry Rozier has now been in <laughs> has now been in trade rumors for like he's been stuck in trade rumors for about four years at this point. Yeah, Jalen Smith just looks goofy. It's just I mean, come on. It's just on uh, you know, bro. Hey, but you know he played. He played in the. Uh, he played in the MIAA. He oh went yeah, to, he did. He went to MSJ. Um, probably a legend there right now. He probably is. Yeah. Um, he, that's there, Gary Neal, or Mister Neal, Mister Coach Neal. Yeah. Um, well, Jalen Smith was a five star, like McDonald's All American. But that's you know. okay. Shout out, shout out, Gary Neal. I guess. Huh. Yeah. Um. So. The oh. <laughs> the Bucks fired Adrian Griffin after being in the forty one to like a thirty one and ten record right now or something. Yes. Um and I just it must have been just been a terrible coach inside the locker room because you could see the next game which you don't want to buy into it too much, but the Bucks just like look noticeably happier. Yeah, that without... has to be on purpose. I don't uh I can't, I don't understand why why we're firing him mid season. I don't know. Uh, it's it make confusing. Sense. But Doc's there. And I can't imagine being Adrian Griffin and going to the front office and being like, I'm 20 games above 500. Like, the Pistons coach hasn't even been fired yet. Yeah, I don't. And he's 30 games under 500. And he's he, look at the draft cattle that's invested in that team and he can't win games. And you're firing me because I'm the second seed in the East. Like I, I would be irate, but I guess if they're still paying him through the end of this year, then you know, how mad can you be? You just get to sit out, sit um, in your at your couch and just hate on the Bucks for like. That's what I would do. I'd be watching. Yeah, that's. I mean, oh yeah, great one, Giannis. Yeah. Uh, so much. I mean, the Celtics are so much better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> National signed Joey Gallo. So another example of a small franchise signing somebody who's just in the tail end of their career. Yep. Joey Gallo is just something happens to Joey Gallo and he stopped. He's hitting. just old. He he pulled he pulled a Chris Davis and just cannot hit. So we'll see how that works out. The Raiders hire Tom uh Telesuco. I'm assuming that's he pronounced his name as a general manager. Um he spent eleven years as a Chargers general manager. You can see how that worked out. 
maybe not getting the success you would want in your team as a Chargers GM, but obviously bringing in big names um, and noticeably having a stacked roster a lot of the time. Right. Um, just, but so I guess that's good for them. I guess for attracting talent wise, uh, maybe not draft wise because I don't know. Besides, well, but yeah, well he was there with Derwin. He was there with Joey Bosa. He is there for Justin Herbert. So, yeah, you're getting a guy you can draft. You're getting a guy who can uh, attract talent. Now, you could say, you could say, listen, the Chargers were bad. He had top ten picks. It's not hard to see why his, you know, a lot of picks turned out. But you can see general managers who can turn top ten picks and completely ruin them, like the other Raiders general major, mm-hmm. manager who took Clee and Farrell at three or wherever he was taken. Was it three? Four. So, you know, Four, let's yeah. give Tom T- Telesuko a shot. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm guessing as a, as a Raiders fan, he has to be happy, especially, you know, with the general manager play that's been with the Raiders organization for a long time at this point. Um, now we can move on to some uh, some MLB Hall of Fames because we got our, we got our selections for this year. Adrian Beltre. Uh, was yes. selected. Um, Joe Maurer, um, arguably one of the best catchers of the 2000s. Arguably the best catcher of the 2000s. I would assume it's him and Posey, Posey probably. Um, and then Tom Helton uh, was selected to the Hall of Fame, which, you know, I got to be honest, when I heard the nominees, I never heard of Todd Helton. Really? Never. So the famous Rocky. But he also played before I started watching baseball. Yeah, and Bel- Beltre and Mauer got it both on their first year on the ballot. I forget what Todd Helton, how many years he'd been on the ballot, but it's a lot different with um, them will be Hall of Fames a lot. It's very selective, and they've got the whole years on the ballot thing. You need a certain amount of percent Are you to be in the me? Hall of Fame. You need a certain amount of percent to stay on the ballot, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. What? The only reason Todd Helton wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer was apparently because he played at Coors Field. Yeah, there's some. That's why the MLB Hall of Fame. I hate people, the MLB Hall of Fame. People think it's too selective, or but yeah, not you, too selective. I think it's too, yeah, too. Sele- I don't know. It's almost like cherry picking. It's cherry picking stats that might not matter. Like, you're going to derail someone's career because they played with one team the whole career. Because they played at a hitter-friendly ballpark. Like, so what? Like, Yeah, you de- kind of have to deal with what, you know, how many got to play the how cards you're dealt. How many players played it with the Rockies? How many of them put up those numbers? Yeah, it's, you shouldn't be penalized for playing baseball for the team that drafted you. Like, that's high altitude. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, so then should we look at Rockies pitchers and – you know, subtract them in the one. Hall of Fame. Yeah, right. Like, come if, on. I uh, agreed. Yeah, it should. He's hitting. His career average was three sixteen. That doesn't happen because you're playing in Colorado. It doesn't happen because you're. Yeah, whatever. Congrats to Todd for getting in. Deserved. Um, South Carolina beat number six Kentucky. I did. I watched you some did. Of this game. You did. did. I say I did. You said yeah. So you beat Kentucky. I did. I was actually there. Kentucky, Wait, I was on the sidelines in a free fall. Kentucky, another team. Uh, a lot of talent. 
they're going to have, as always, several guys drafted. Probably three, three, four guys drafted in the first round. This Kentucky team. Four? Huh? That's crazy. It might be four. Four. Who's had four teams before? Like who? Now I'm trying to think. But there have been teams. Yeah, but it's also way harder now because all your stars are one and done. So it's kind of like you have to have your guys line up at a certain time. That's why it's always Kentucky and Duke that have multiple guys because they get all the five. Freshmen. Yeah. They're going to yeah. get drafted in the first round. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina is not good. Whoa. They might make the tournament. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina, they shouldn't be con- – they should not be beating Kentucky – um, but they did. If you're Kentucky, I should take it back. They're they're fine. <laughs> they really they don't really have a good win. So there's they there's, literally just beat the Kentucky. Uh, besides Kentucky, okay, fair enough. Whatever. What? Okay. The, the main problem here is with what's Kentucky. What's their record? What's their record right now? Sixteen and three. Ah. Uh, they Dave. They don't Dave, have a good win Dave, here. Um, they Dave. don't have a good win. Besides the Dave, they're sixteen and three. They don't have a good. Okay, one. who's their second most notable win? If you were going on the list, I guess Arkansas. Okay, Arkansas, a ten and nine Arkansas team who just lost their best player. They lost to Georgia. Georgia plays basketball. Oh yeah, they do. I did not know they play. I gotta be honest. I didn't think that. You didn't. Anthony Edwards went to Georgia. That's true. Okay. Maybe maybe my question wasn't that they have a basketball program. I just didn't know it was relevant. Okay, fair enough. It's not really relevant. But talking about Kentucky, the Calipari's got like the same team basically that he's had all all the time. A bunch of five stars, but it's uh, I don't think they have a true point guard, and then they don't really have a presence on the interior. Um, they've got a bunch of players, and I think they're a top ten team. Um, you know, they have two lottery guys, projected lottery picks coming off the bench, in Rob Dillingham and Reed Shepard. And they've got, I think, either nineteen or twenty point game scorer. You think he's a senior, Antonio Reeves, but he's not a point guard. Neither is you know famous high school basketball player DJ Wagner. Like these guys aren't aren't point guards, and it kind of limits. Uh, I think Kentucky's success as a whole, and then just some abysmal wing play. Justin Edwards is is awful. Like he was a five star, he's terrible. Um, yeah, I, Kentucky's good though. Um, I think the loss to South Carolina is just a slight bump in the road for them, and they'll probably get back on track. I think they have one of the most talented rosters in college basketball. Um, I'd hope as a blue blood. Yeah, no, for sure. Did you know? Do you know the only team that is still undefeated in conference play in the Power Six? Uh, I don't think this team's Power Six, so never mind. Um, and by the way, is it is it Power Six because of the Big East? Oh, I guess I don't know. Because it's usually Power Five. So when I saw this stat. You said Do you power want me to tell six? You? Yeah. UNC. Uh, that makes sense. 
only team. I was to say Utah State. I was like, they're not a powder. They're not. That would have been that's pulled out of thin air right there. Uh, but yeah, so college basketball is heating up right now. We're getting yeah. closer to March every day. Yeah, shout out Terps, big win against Iowa last night. Jameer Young was Caitlin Clark in the house. No, was it at Iowa? There was at Iowa, but they didn't show her. Was she there? I don't know. Oh. I couldn't tell you if she I was know there. I know she not. like posted on Instagram, but they didn't show her. I don't know if she was there. I, couldn't I tell assumed you. you follow her on Instagram. I don't because you're like into women's hoops like that. Okay, I don't. Um, uh, Brewers, yeah. Brewers signed Reese Hoskins. Yeah. So I think the Blue Jays were a lock for this, and it just didn't happen. Um, so Blue Jays. I guess he's just you know wants to stay in the NL. I don't. I don't fault him. The yeah, AL, he didn't the play AL a lot, lot. He didn't play either a lot last year or at all. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But two years, what, $34 million? Yep. Shout out Reese Hoskins. He's a good, you know, power-hitting righty. Can, hit, can get you 30 jacks. Should give you 30 jacks with a decent, decent... Not decent average, but... Decent enough average. For a first baseman. Yeah. Not terrible. Um, Packers fire their defense coordinator, Joe Barry. Um, you know... Whatever. Sorry, I'm. Eh. Whatever for Joe Barry. You know, Sorry, Joe. Losing two pieces on defense because Jair's probably gone. Um, he posted like a almost like a farewell thing on Instagram. Oh, really? Um, for the Packers, so that's probably and it all stems from that coin toss. Oh where yeah. He suspended. Uh, Marlon signed Trey Mancini. Congratulations, Trey. Let's but go. this is another. Small market. I guess, I mean, Miami Marlins, not small market, but whatever. They signed Trey. I mean, I would love for the Orioles to have brought him back, but he just doesn't fit the mold for what we want to do right now. So Trey Mancini, unfortunately, is not very good anymore, which is sad. But, you know, it happens. He's older now. I think it was only a minor league deal. Um, but hopefully he yeah. can get Maybe he'll he'll have a good spring, and then he might make the team on the and make the opening day roster. That would be cool. Uh, Bucks hire Doc Rivers. Yes. Uh, when will people figure out that Doc Rivers is just an average coach? I don't know. He's um, really good. That's why. I think this is a hire, maybe justifying Adrian Griffin's firing to say, "Look, we need we, got a, Doc. we need a championship run," and I think Doc Rivers can elevate us to that level where. With that, with his coaching pedigree and playoff experience, while Adrian Griffin is a younger coach, like maybe that's justifiable. But I just don't, I don't believe as a front office that you should be running a program where you fire somebody for winning. In midseason, I don't like that, right. anyways. At least fire him at the end of the season. But it seems like the Bucks. I guess the Bucks are running out of time with right. the whole Giannis and Dame, Not Chris yet. Middleton core. I mean, Chris Brooke Middleton's thirty-two, thirty-three. Older. Dames in his 30s. Old, yeah. And Giannis isn't getting any younger, but, I mean, he's still 28, 29. Yep. Um, so, as long as you have Giannis, you'll probably be competitive. So, it's not... Of course. But you can see how the stats drop off, even just without Chris Middleton. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Eagles hire Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator. He was let go by the Dolphins, surprisingly. Um he was with the Eagles last year, I think, as a consultant or an advisor, some something for their defense. And Vic Fangio, besides his head coaching pedigree, has always been 
up there as one of the best defensive minds in football. So I find it very shock. I would find it very shocking if he inherited a defensive roster like the Eagles and wasn't successful. Right. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. The Bengals hire, I guess, promote Dan Pitcher as their offensive coordinator. He was the QB coach for since 2020. He was drawing interest with other offensive coordinator jobs. Um, but after after Brian Callahan left for Tennessee, he was essentially just just like, okay, yeah, why would he not take a promotion? Yeah, it makes, within makes his, sense. To his own, he, lo- he probably loves Joe Burrow. He probably loves his coaches. And it just makes total sense for him to be promoted. Chargers is the big one. Hire Jim Harbaugh. Um, steering him away from Michigan after winning a national championship. Um, there's a few rumors, I think, that are behind this move. Does he want to be the only coach to win one of or join three coaches? I think I think it's three, three or two, maybe one. I don't know how many coaches there are. I just know Jimmy Johnson did it. Uh, I think he won he won a national championship at Miami and then won a Super Bowl in Dallas. But there's that you know just wanting to prove it to himself. But there's also the more likely scenario, which is trying to avoid punishment. From more punishment from the NCAA. Yeah, um, get out of there. Taking fines, maybe, you know, maybe not. And I think it's very similar, just depending on how this shakes out, to what happened with Pete Carroll at USC. That's what my dad said. Um, well, that's another coach who won because he won one at USC and he won yeah. one. Um, he got in trouble, and as soon as he got in trouble, he completely, some would say abandoned, I'm not going to go there yet, but left his program yeah. to avoid punishment. Um, because how are you going to punish a guy who's no longer within the NCAA guidelines, right? He's with the NFL. So I think that's what most people are thinking, that, you know, Jim Harbaugh's been rumored every single time, mm-hmm. every single time that there's a v- vacancy at head coach, he's always rumored, and it never happens. This dude took the Chargers job. And he took the Chargers, which makes sense. He played there. He played there. But, like, come on. Is it a coincidence that you left – I mean – you know, leaving on top, leaving after winning national championship makes sense, but leave. But it also doesn't, because like, do you want to build and grow your legacy even farther after winning a national championship? Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I think you can look at it either way. You can give Harbaugh the benefit of the doubt, or you can say it's just trying to escape punishment. I think there's probably truth to both. Oh wow! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Breaking news! Whoa, whoa! The Falcons are hiring defensive coordinator Raheem Morris to be their head coach. Um, wow. Cool. Wow. Okay. So, interesting hire. Um, you know, they went with an offensive coach last time. Now they're going to the defense here. Um, that's I, – I don't I – lo- I know very little about Raheem Morris, so – I can't touch on that too much, um, but we can check back in next week to see what's going on there. Uh, the Wizards fire Wes Unseld. I think he'll remain in the front office. Yes. But once Wes Unseld Jr., you don't want to conf- confuse him for his father, I think his late father. Uh, 
but I think it's a move that was probably expected. Um, Agreed. The Wizards just are the Wizards. Just, unless you change that terrible name, nothing's really going to change, so we'll figure it out as we go. Um, you don't like the Wizards? No, I don't rock with that name. That's why I chose not to be a Wizards fan, and I was a but free it's agent. Like, now a Pacers fan. It's like Magic, Wizards. I don't rock with the Magic either. Okay. But, but at least the Magic have, like, good colors and, like, have cool uniforms. The Wizards and they got that cool, song? The, cool, the Wizards' coolest uniform was that blue, that dark blue and the gold. So you're more fan of their previous name? The Bullets? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. It was way cooler. Even, the, like, the logo but do you was think, better. Do you think a bullet would, would kill a wizard? I don't think so. So it's kind of like the wizard's probably a stronger, like... So, but what if it's an enchanted bullet from the wizard? What if he just like dodges it though? Because he's a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, uh, if, I don't know what's gonna. I don't know where you're going with this. I don't think the wizards is a good name. I don't think it's a terrible name. At least they changed that. Then they had that. Remember that logo that kind of looked like a W. Yeah, that, that one. real boxy <laughs> one that was like the ball was, like I think was like on. Like the fake wizards, like hand. Yeah, it's least, bad. It's bad. I swear, it's got. So you gotta have. You gotta have somewhat decent jerseys and logo and name to be successful as a franchise. Sometimes they they rock the cherry blossom unis. Oh, those are pretty good. Wait, the Nationals do it too. If that's what you're talking. Yeah, about. I was about to say. I, I I thought you were confusing it with the Nationals, but I didn't know. Did, is there City Connect also? A cherry Blossom? Or is that... Which one's a City Connect? I don't know. M- NBA what City Connect? NBA is City Connect. What's the, what's the uh, MLB's... What's the specialty jersey called? What is it? Wait a minute. Hold on. No. MLB City Connect. What right. Is, what is NBA? Is it... City jerseys. City. City, city, jerseys. city jerseys. Yeah. The Wizards do rock. Can I see them? Yeah, I got you. Um, um, Molly pulls holy, that up. The Panthers... Cruise. Hired Dave, uh, I guess we're going to pronounce it Canales. Um, he was the offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers. It was last year's city. And obviously. Because you see Brad Beal. I guess I like the pink. The Nationals ones are better, I think. Oh, yeah. The national because it's so subtle. Uh, but but um, I guess I do like those jerseys. I'll give it to him. But they also traded away Rui, so I don't respect them for that. But, yeah, he's the offensive coordinator, and obviously that's, you know, the offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers is going to be a hot commodity because of how Baker played. So there's that. Um, and then that's it for sports news. Now Dave and I will just pick the two games. Uh, real quick. Real quick. Um, I was last. I went one and three. Nate and Ben went two and two. There were no sweeps. I will do an update on the standings. When we're done. When we're done. Yeah, because it's very pointless to add four games because it's almost solidified at this point. Um, Stay tuned. But, um, Dave, what's the first game in the line? Chiefs at Ravens, minus three and a half Ravens. I don't know. I'm assuming you don't have Ben's picks. We can fill those in later. That's okay. Um we're gonna go with the. I'm taking the Ravens. I think they're the better team, and they're at home against yeah. the Chiefs. Uh, 
I can I can get down with that, but I'm going to go Chiefs just to yeah. be different. Um, and I don't think it's ridiculous to say that it's ridiculous to count out Mahomes or to to not want to count out Mahomes just yet. I think that's uh, completely valid as well. Mahomes um, is that guy. And it's going to be a great game. Hopefully it's going to um, be a great game. Yeah. Um, and I could very easily, just seeing how the Ravens have been, not streaky I would say, but sometimes they look like the best team ever. Sometimes, you know, they look. Play down to the competition. But they, don't, they, don't, they never look bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, like streaky, I feel like sometimes you look great. Sometimes, like the Cowboys are streaky. But the Ravens usually don't lose games in a bad fashion and in a terribly awful fashion so I do see a world where both teams end up winning um, I hope the Chiefs win because I can't deal with 9 to 10 months of torment from Ravens fans yeah, sorry. Um, it might have to solidify my college choice if the Ravens it, it would solidify my college choice if the Ravens won the Super Bowl because there's that's no way so I could sad. deal with that. That's actually so sad. Bro's going out of state. To... I can't. I can't deal with the clowning. I, I wouldn't be able to do that. That's crazy. No, I'm, I'm joking. But yeah. Um. <laughs> so right. yeah, next game. Second game, we've got Lions at Forty Niners minus six and a half Niners. This is um. Give me the, give me the Lions cover. Ah, uh, okay. Well, looks like there are gonna be no sweeps. I'm taking the Niners. The Niners. Yeah, you think they're gonna? Think beat they them just, down? yeah. I think they beat the Lions handily. I don't. The Lions. Maybe it's just because I keep remembering the Lions just absolutely getting destroyed by the Ravens, and like they beat the Rams by one point at home, and they beat the Bucks by one score at home. I think it'll be a different one story. Score team. Why are we not? I mean, you can't use that argument then also saying. That the that the 49ers basically got bailed into beating the seven seed. Fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. So there's that. But yeah, I mean, I'll take them to cover. I think six and a half is a little disrespectful. I was just saying, it's a pretty large spread. Actually. It's disrespectful to the two seed because they are the two seed, if I'm not mistaken. No, the three. Cowboys were the two. Uh, well, they, I mean, come on, the Cowboys. Whatever. Um, yeah, so that's it for us today. Hopefully, Ben can join us next week. We might have a special guest on next week. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Instagram. We're going to be updating that pretty soon. And uh, Dave, you got anything to say? Nope, nothing to say. All right. That's it. Stay classy, Cardinals.